Welcome to the Couples Healing Podcast, where you'll get the tools for him to overcome his addiction, for her to find healing from the pain that it causes her, and for you to heal your relationship and come back together. I hope that you enjoy and subscribe. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. Today I'm looking forward to speaking with you guys because I had somebody who sent an email with a few questions that I thought were awesome. And I love to hear feedback from the people who are listening and I want to make the content as relevant as I can. And so I love when people submit questions and say, hey, can you make an episode about this topic here? And so today is one of those topics where the woman requested this episode and she said that one of the biggest triggers that she has is her husband's presence. And I think this is a very common dynamic or a common situation that so many women find themselves in and men as well, not knowing what to do if just them being around his wife causes pain, causes a trigger. And so I wanted to share with you a couple of ideas and things that I hope will help. Because again, I know this is a, a difficult situation for so many couples to be in, especially again, uh, it, this can happen on in any phase of the process, any phase of where people are, but usually, or a lot of times it's earlier on in the process. And so I want to first start off by talking a little bit about this dynamic and why that's the case. Because you might think, the husband especially can be confused because one day she's reaching for him and wants and is like and is crying and is upset and hurt and turns to turn she will turn to him in order to like have conversations and to feel comforted and to feel like he's there for her but other times and this can happen like in the same day in the same hour and like minutes apart from each other it can happen as well where the wife doesn't want anything to do with him and they'll say how much she hates him and wants him to just go away and how it was the worst decision ever for her to get into a relationship with him, like say very, very painful things. And the husband can be blindsided thinking like, where is this coming from? I thought we were doing okay, but now you're saying that you don't want anything to do with me. And it can be equally confusing for the wife too, because sometimes it's like it feels crazy making to have a part of her want and need her husband to be close and to feel comforted and supported and held by and just there for her but even in the same moment also feel this anger and almost sometimes like this like hatred of what he's done and the pain that he's caused her and so it can be so difficult and it's important to recognize that this is a very normal dynamic which is not to say it's easy, but it's very normal for a wife to feel like this. And the reason why is because, as we've talked about on some previous episodes, there's this uh, concept called attachment, where essentially it's the it's this hardwired system inside of each of us that yearns for and seeks and desires the closeness of another person. It's this... It's like nature's way of helping us because because we're social creatures as mammals, right? As human beings, we're social creatures. And a part of why is because when we're in the herd and when we are connected and supported and have a network of people, especially like many, many thousands of years ago, that was what helped keep us alive was being in the herd. And so it's nature's way of of making sure that we have a system by which we can survive and thrive in the world. And so there's this idea again, like the attachment or a desire to connect and stay close to a few significant other people in our life. That is at the heart of who we are as human beings. And what happens is that when there is sexual acting out on any level, for so many women, they experience that as betrayal and it breaks the bond that we're wired to have with somebody. 
And so the whole idea of why we feel betrayal is because of these bonds and these expectations and commitments that we make. And we have these that uh, we have these ways of thinking of our relationship, our marriage relationship, as it's just me and the other person. And when somebody comes between us, then it creates damage to the bond, which is, again, another word for the sense of betrayal. When, in this case, he turns away from her towards some sexual acting out behavior. And so as a result of this, it brings up a tremendous amount of pain for the wife to see her husband. Because seeing him reminds her of the pain. It reminds her of the damage that was done, the bond that was broken, the sense of betrayal as a result. And it brings up memories of the past. It can bring up images of his acting out. It brings up all the pain related to that. And so for many women, just seeing her husband activates this really negative response on the inside for her. Now, again, as we've discussed in the same moment, it can be so confusing because it's also, he he is he has become a source of pain. His decisions have caused so much pain. But at the very same time, he is a source of relief and comfort and reassurance. And so when you have one person who represents both things, pain and comfort, it can be so confusing and overwhelming and, like I said, crazy making. So the wife feels like she's going crazy because a part of her wants the comfort but the other part of her doesn't want anything to do with him. And again, it's so confusing for the husband to to not know how a certain interaction is going to go, to not even understand what's happening because he's confused by thinking like, why is this, like, why does she say one day, like, why are we having a good moment, one moment, and then out of nowhere she's accusing me about something or is, she's bringing up the past mistakes that I've made and he gets discouraged and overwhelmed and is not sure what to do. And so... This is this is something that I want to share with you, a couple of bits of feedback in terms of how to deal with this, how you guys can process through this in a way that can bring some closure and resolution. And so that's why I wanted to start off by explaining this is why this is happening. It's a break in the attachment, the connection that we have. It's the betrayal of the bond. And so the best way to deal or to heal from this and to work with this is ultimately to repair the damage and the bond because of the the hurt that was caused to that. It's if if this is a result of the damage in the bond, then we want to heal the bond. We want to restore it. We want to reconnect and repair the hurt that these decisions have caused. And so this can take some time. And sometimes there are good ba- good days along the way, and sometimes there are bad days along the way. And I think when couples at the beginning of discovery and understanding what this is all about, when they can understand that this path has ups and downs and there are good days and bad days, it can help it make it more palatable. In other words, we can tolerate the pain of the process while we're healing. Again, the painful days when we know there's nothing wrong with us and we know that just by having Memories and pains of the past doesn't mean we're not doing okay. It doesn't mean we're not doing well. It doesn't mean we're not making progress. That's a part of what progress looks like, is you are delving into a very difficult, painful situation, and by processing it, there are days when just by talking about it, it feels like you're reliving it. So, of course, when you're reliving painful things, there's pain there, and it's tough. And so, ultimately, the direction that we want to go and the direction that I go with couples when I work with them. 
So when I'm doing any kind of therapy or coaching, this is a big part of what our target is, is if there is a lot of pain and the presence of the husband is activating that pain, it's it's an indicator that there's still damage that's unresolved. And so I remember working with a couple one time, and this has happened like countless times, but one couple stands out as uh, they were out and having a nice time. They were like out golfing or playing tennis or they're, they're doing something together. And while they were sitting there together, the husband turns to his wife and says, man, this is just such a great day. And then out of nowhere, she bursts into tears and he is like completely like blindsided by like, what did I just say? What did I just do? I didn't mean to cause any problems. I'm just telling her how good of a time I'm having with her. So they're telling me this in session. This is like, you know, they, this happens and then they come into session a couple days later. And so he's like, I had, I had no idea what happened. I thought we were having a nice time and I wanted to tell her that I was enjoying her company. But then she burst into tears and was just like, didn't want it. She wanted to go home. And so they were far enough along in the program where they, they had learned the way to, to navigate that type of a situation. And so what he did was instead of shutting down and avoiding the conversation, which he used to do, which he, he used to shut down and feel like, man, I'm such a failure. And you know, what, what did I do wrong this time? And no matter what I'm doing, no matter how well I'm doing, it's never enough. He used to go into that spiral. But then once he started to realize as we worked together, that this is a normal part of the process. And all we want to do is lean into it and uncover what just got triggered. And so that's what he did. He turned to her and said like, Hey, what's honey, what's happening for you right now? I'm so sorry. Like what, what just got brought up for you? And she said, this is just really painful when we are having good moments because we had good moments in the past and you were doing all this acting out while we were having good moments. And so even having a good moment can remind me of the past that we used to have good moments. And I thought we were okay back then, but then I discovered there was all this other stuff that was happening. So she brought up this pain to him. And again, he in the past would shut down and avoid it and just kind of like feel discouraged and not know what to do and not know what to say. But instead, this is what he did, which is what I would encourage you guys to do as you're listening. If this is where you are right now, if there's just like pain that resurfaces, the best way to respond to that is to share the pain and then for the husband to acknowledge it and to validate it and to help her feel seen because pain needs to be seen and comforted. And so he turned to her and said, I'm really sorry that this is where we are right now and it's because of what I've done. I can see how much this has hurt you and it breaks my heart to know that you're struggling with this. It's so painful to see you crying and hurting because I really do care about you. Yet I know that my decisions didn't demonstrate that in the past. And you're now suffering the consequences of the actions that I've taken. But I want you to know that I'm, I'm in a different place right now. I truly feel different. I'm able to process my triggers differently. I have no interest in going back to where I used to be. But I know it's still hard for you right now. And I want to be there for you in any way that I can be. So I just, I want you to know that you're, I, I really do enjoy spending time with you. I know that in the past that as we had good moments, that that was true. That was real for me. We did have good moments. But there was also this other stuff going on because I didn't really know how to process how I felt in a way that was healthy. I handled it wrong. That was that was me. I need to I, I take ownership over that. So we said that whole thing, right? It's this it's the expression of I see you 
Your pain matters to me. I'm committed to making sure that I never go back there and I want to support you now in whatever you need. Those are the general principles. You can use whatever words you want, you know, use however it will come across for me for you to be you, but that's the principle that we want to convey. And when he reassured her and validated her, which is again like that's that's what we need when we're struggling is for the other person to see our pain and for it to matter to them. And if we can then communicate that to the spouse, if the husband can communicate those things to her, she will start to feel better. And it doesn't mean it's a magic bullet that as soon as he says those words, she's smiling and chipper again. But that's the thing. It's like him entering the sadness with her. And he's not trying to talk her out of it and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I know you're sad right now, but like, I'm not doing this anymore. And we're okay, right? Like, I, I, haven't you seen all the progress that I've been making? Like, doesn't that count for anything? If he tries to talk her out of how she feels, it's just a miss. It's a it's a miss on an emotional level. Whereas when somebody's struggling, all we want to do is enter the sadness with them by validating and acknowledging where they are, expressing comfort, reassurance, and then again, a commitment to make sure that we don't go back there. And so when he did that, that was a big part of what helped to stabilize that interaction, like create a center between them two where she could feel better about that moment. And then they ended up, they did end up having a good day together. There was a moment of sadness. He was there for her and supported her. And then they were able to enjoy the rest of the day. And so when a wife is struggling, just being around her husband, again, it's so common. And all we want to do is allow that pain to surface so he can be there and support her and reassure her and help her with that hurt, which will ultimately start to tip the scales that instead of him being the source of this pain, it's like the ratio changes from he, you know, most of the time when I see him, I don't want to be around him because of what he's done. The ratio from that to like, yeah, sometimes we have good moments, but mostly it's bad and I just feel bad around him. It will flip to mostly it's good and then sometimes I feel bad. And that when I do feel bad, we know what to do and we know how to have those conversations. And as couples learn those, again, it's, it's like it's truly phenomenal when I'm working with somebody to see them see that ratio change once they learn how to have these conversations differently. And so I kind of modeled what that looks like. It's just practice. It's muscle memory. And so what happens, though, is that in the early stages of the process, if the husband doesn't know how to respond so often he will get absorbed by his own fear and his own shame and his own discouragement. And that's a block. That's the bottleneck in those moments usually. And so the husband in his mind is thinking, okay, we're doing good. I, you know, we're on a good, we're, we're in a good space right now. We're having good conversations. We're making progress. It feels happier between us. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, it's like, oh no, she's sad again, I, but I didn't do anything wrong. Like how come we're here? I thought we were making progress, but yet here we are again. We only, you know, we can have a good week and then something happens again. Maybe we aren't doing so well. And they start to question everything. <clears throat> the reality is that, like I said earlier, this is a part of the process. And so often when the husband doesn't respond in the way that I just kind of illustrated that my client did, when the husband doesn't respond like that, he will shut down, feel discouraged, think that nothing that he's doing is even worth anything, that it's not making any progress, that it's not good enough. 
and then he'll start to avoid conversations with her. And this is what I think gets difficult is because this kind of activates this cycle that they get caught in where she's hurting, she needs his help. For him, he internalizes that as I've failed her, I've done something wrong again, so I want to just give her space. And then he pulls away and shuts down and avoids conversation because he doesn't want to say or do something that brings up that pain in her. He doesn't understand, though, that when he distances and gives her that space, it actually sends the opposite message to her that she isn't important to him, that her pain doesn't matter to him, that no matter how much pain he's caused, he doesn't want to be there and support her in it and help her work through it together. And so it's not because he doesn't care. Again, I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of husbands, and this is the dynamic. He gets afraid that he's going to make it worse. He feels discouraged like his efforts don't matter, and then he'll go into shame and say, like, I just, like, look what I've done. Like, what kind of person does this to their wife? And then as a result of that, there's distance. And so in these cases, what we want to do is the husband better understanding that feeling that comes up for him. A part of what can help with that Again, is number one, knowing that this is normal. It does not mean you're not doing a good job. It simply means a wave of emotion surfaces. And as a result of that, all we want to do is just be there and, and be in it with them. It's not an indicator that you're, you're a bad person. It's not an indicator you're not making progress. If you feel a sense of remorse, again, it, 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 it's an indicator. Like that's sheer, that's clear evidence that it did affect you. It did affect you and it does affect you that she's hurting because you care. So all we want to do is respond to that by just having a conversation with her and opening up and having, giving her that space to share so you can acknowledge and validate and support her and reassure her. And again, I know that there's that, the shame can be powerful and, and, and this fear of like, no matter what I do, it's never getting us out of here. We're always going to be here. We always come back to this spot and she always brings up her pain. If that's, if that's where you're feeling stuck, please know that this is, it's like emotions are like waves that come and go. And the more you know how to respond to that wave of pain by, again, doing what we've talked about already in the podcast, what you'll notice is that that emotion of the pain will surface less and less because it's getting the attention that it needs. And the more you give it that attention, the more the pain truly does heal so it doesn't always stay right under, underneath the surface because you're resolving it and they're creating closure because truly once there's closure these things don't surface all the time you know every once in a while it might come up but again if you know what to do very quickly you're able to move through it together in a way that reinforces the closure and it actually can increase the level of closeness that you feel because the more and more you have these conversations together, the more she's going to feel safe with you and the more confident she's going to feel that you're there for her, that when she needs you, you're there. And just by having that safety, that fear that she'll feel, the pain that she feels comes up less because she knows that you're there for her. A part of sometimes what amplifies the pain is the fear that she's on her own. But through conversation after conversation and you demonstrate being there for her, that pain will diminish ultimately to the point where there truly is that closure and that you can move forward together. The last thought that I have is sometimes 
the husband isn't know, it doesn't really know how to respond to the wife's sharing because sometimes it comes out in this intensity that he does not know how to process. Sometimes it comes out in this rage and this anger, which again, I understand that it makes perfect sense why there is anger there. And a part of it is to, a part of moving through it is to understand what the intention of it is. And so the intention for so many women that I work with, it's we are, the women, women are fighting to feel like they matter. Sometimes they want to fight. It's like this intensity comes out because they want to feel seen. It's a protest. It's like it's they're reaching through what they maybe have felt, which is like distance or if the wall is there and there's no space to talk. The anger and intensity comes out because they want to break through that wall and get the attention that they need. Or the anger comes out because they want to stand up for themselves and say like that wasn't right. It wasn't okay what happened. It's this like display of anger, which again is this protection. It's taking a stand for this is like this was not acceptable. And so once you understand the intention of that, you can have a conversation underneath it and start to share those things clearly and in a way that is open so he can better understand it. Because sometimes when he gets flooded by the anger that he sees, he gets overwhelmed and doesn't know how to respond. But the more she can clearly articulate the reason for her feelings, wanting to know that her pain is important to him, wanting to know that he's committed to not going back there because she's taking a stand and saying this behavior is unacceptable, that can help to start to move through the anger. It's like a, it's like a ladder with different rungs, anger being on the surface level. But then we want to start to drop below to the levels beneath the anger to getting into the hurt and the sadness and the desire to feel like she matters, needing to know that her pain is important to her husband, and then needing to know that he's committed to continuing to continuing to make progress in his own individual process so that that behavior does not continue to come between them. And so as you couple all these things together, as she is able to share with him what she needs and why she feels the way that she does, and when the husband is able to respond to that pain in a different way, other than defending and avoiding and distancing, in the way that we've discussed today, when he's able to respond and be there for her, no longer does he, again, the ratio changes and no longer is he the biggest source of pain. Instead, he becomes the greatest source of comfort, even within the situation as a result of his decisions. Because when he changes and is different and shows up differently in the marriage, she can start to feel safety, feel loved, feel like she is a priority because of those actions that he's taking and how he's responding to her. When that happens, again, the pain of him being a trigger becomes a resource where it's like, I feel safe when he's around. I feel secure when we're together. I'm not by myself in this anymore. That becomes a, a really, really important anchor for especially wives as they're trying to navigate the pain of all of this. So what I would encourage you to do as you think about your situation, if this is where you are and if uh, you as a wife are struggling with this and feel a lot of pain in his presence, I would encourage you if, if you guys are in a space to have these conversations. Again, this is a part of the work when I work with couples. Sometimes they don't know how to do that. So that's a big part of what we focus on is giving them the tools to be able to to have the conversations kind of like how I modeled them in the episode today, but that's the goal is for her to share her pain so he can be there and understand and validate and support her. I would encourage you if you're in a place to give that a try, 
and try to share the sadness that's there and the desire and the longing to feel like you matter and needing the reassurance that he's committed. When you can share that with him in a very clear way like that, it's easier for him to know exactly what to do and how to be there for you. And then for the husbands listening, it's a matter of knowing that those moments are so critical and it's truly like an opportunity for you to be there for her in, in a different way. So when there is that sadness and pain there for you to see it for what it is, a chance to be there and connect with her, it will be, it's such a healing conversation to have. And the more you have of them, the stronger and stronger you're going to feel together. And so I would encourage you to have that conversation if you're in a place to do that. And if not, it's just a matter of getting the tools and working through the things that are preventing that so that you truly can have these healing, connecting conversations. So I hope this helps and I look forward to speaking to the guys again next week. And uh, I, I'm rooting for you. I truly do care about the people that I that, that listen to the podcast, my clients that I work with. I, I really do want people to be successful. So I hope that you can take this part of the process, apply it to your relationship so you can start to feel that closeness and feel the healing that's available on the other side of those talks. Okay, everybody, thank you so much. I look forward to talking to you again next episode. Take care. Wait, before you go, I'm offering free access for my podcast listeners to a course I created. So make sure you go to coupleshealing.org so you can get some tools to start the healing process individually and in your relationship. Or if you want even more support and you'd like to work with me directly, you can contact me with the info that's on that website as well. I'm excited for you to make progress on your journey. 